Genesis chapter 43, verse 1. And the famine was sore in the land. 2. And it came to pass, when they had eaten up the corn which they brought out of Egypt, that their father said unto them, Go again, buy us a little food. So this is Jacob talking to his sons. 3. And Judah spoke unto him, saying, The man did earnestly forewarn us, saying, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. Judah is reminding Jacob, We can't go back unless we bring Benjamin. They won't let us have food without Benjamin. 4. If thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy thee food. Judah is actually giving his father an ultimatum, saying, We're not going to go unless you let us take Benjamin, because there's no point in us going without him. 5. But if thou wilt not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, Ye shall not see my face, except your brother be with you. Everybody is buying from Joseph, so everybody who buys corn has to see Joseph face to face. I think this is interesting, that Joseph didn't appoint other people under him to do all the distribution, that he's actually in charge of all the distribution himself. But it remembered his life foreshadows the life of Jesus. And so every single person, every human being has to go through Jesus to get to the Father. Jesus doesn't have people under him who we're assigned to. So in other words, pastors, priests, popes, prophets, Bible teachers, None of those people can help us get to heaven. Only Jesus Christ. There's nobody under Jesus that's assigned to you. It's just Jesus himself. So every single human being who wants food from Pharaoh has to go see Joseph. 6. And Israel said, Wherefore dealt ye so ill with me as to tell the man whether ye had yet a brother? Jacob is going, Why did you even tell him that Benjamin exists? 7. And they said, The man asks straightly concerning ourselves and concerning our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? And we told him according to the tenor of these words, Could we in any wise know that he would say, Bring your brother down? So they're answering him, Well, he asked us all these questions. And we know why Joseph asked, because Joseph wanted to see if his father was still alive and if his brother Benjamin was still alive. 8. And Judah said unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and thou, and also our little ones. 9. And I will be surety for him. Of my hand shalt thou require him, if I bring him not unto thee, and set him before thee. Then let me bear the blame forever. Judah is saying, If I don't bring Benjamin back, you can curse me. This is similar to what Reuben told Jacob. Both Reuben and Judah have offered to make amends if anything happens to Benjamin. Because they have to get food to live, so they kind of feel like they have no choice. 10. For except we be lingered, surely we had now returned a second time. They're saying to their father, we could have made two trips to Egypt by now, but we only made one because you didn't want to lose Benjamin, and we've been waiting all this time to make the second trip with him. 11. And their father Israel said unto them, If it be so now, do this. Take of the choice fruits of the land in your vessels, and carry down the manna present, a little balm and a little honey, spicery and ladinum, nuts and almonds. So now Jacob is saying, Okay, if you're going to take Benjamin, take gifts. Jacob wants to sugar up Joseph so that Joseph will be nice to them because they got their money back and they don't think they were supposed to get their money back. Again, the spices and the ladinum is mentioned, and Jesus was given gold, frankincense, and myrrh when he was a toddler. Ladinum is myrrh, so they're bringing spices, which probably includes frankincense, and myrrh to Joseph. 
12 and take double money in your hand and the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks carry back in your hand per adventure it was an oversight so jacob is saying you're going to pay him three times because you're going to give him back the money that he gave back to you that you should have paid the first time plus double the price 13. Take also your brother and arise, go again unto the man. 14. And God Almighty give you mercy before the man, that he may release unto you your other brother in Benjamin. And as for me, if I be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. So now Jacob is resigned, and he says, So this means he's not going to take revenge on Judah or Reuben. 15. And the men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Benjamin, and rose up, and went down to Egypt, and stood before Joseph. And it is down if you're thinking of the planet because the land of Canaan, which will later become Israel, is north of Egypt. So they are going south to Egypt. They are going down. And this is another clue that the Bible does show us that the world is round, not flat. Because they're going down because the world is shaped like a ball. We'll find more evidence later that the world is shaped like a ball. And I'll point that out to you when we get to it. 16. And when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of the house, Bring the men into the house, and kill the beasts, and prepare the meat, for the men shall dine with me at noon. So Joseph sees his brother coming, Benjamin. 17. And the man did as Joseph bade, and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. So now Joseph is welcoming them as guests. 18. And the men were afraid, because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they said, Because of the money that was returned in our sacks at the first time are we brought in, that he may seek occasion against us, and fall upon us, and take us for bondmen, and our asses. So there thinking he knows that we got the money back so now he's going to look look for an excuse to kidnap us and and steal our asses 19 and they came near to the steward of joseph's house and they spoke unto him at the door of the house 20 and said oh my lord we came indeed down at the first time to buy food 21 and it came to pass when we came to the lodging place that we opened our sacks and behold every man's money was in the mouth of his sack our money in full weight and we have brought it back in our hand so they want joseph to know up front that they brought the money back that they owe him. And they're telling this to Joseph's servant, and they're saying, hey, you need to tell your master before he kills us. Tell him that we're bringing the money back, and we didn't know we had it. 22. And other money we have brought down in our hand to buy food. We know not who put our money in our sacks. So they're claiming innocence, and they want this spoken to Joseph, who didn't get paid for before. 23. And he said, Peace be to you. Fear not. Your God and the God of your father hath given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. And he brought Simeon out unto them. So this is a wonderful thing that, that Joseph's servant said. He's saying he has personal knowledge of what happened with the money and that everything is well meaning God's the one who gave you your money back because I got your money. And the servant is lying. He must have been instructed by Joseph to tell them that he did so that they would have peace and not be afraid that they were going to get in trouble. 24. And the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water and they washed their feet and he gave their asses provender. So he's treating them like honored guests. 25. And they made ready the present against Joseph's coming at noon, for they heard that they should eat bread there. So they're getting ready to present the gifts to Joseph. 26. And when Joseph came down, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed down to him to the earth. So this is the second time they've bowed to him. And again, he had two dreams, and in both dreams they bowed to him. 
27, And he asked them of their welfare, and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom ye spoke? Is he yet alive? 28, And they said, Thy servant our father is well, he is yet alive. And they bowed the head, and made obeisance. 29, And he lifted up his eyes, and saw Benjamin his brother, his mother's son, and said, Is this your youngest brother of whom ye spoke unto me? And he said, God be gracious unto thee, my son. So now he's blessing Benjamin. 30. And Joseph made haste, for his heart yearned toward his brother, and he sought where to weep, and he entered into his chamber and wept there. So now Joseph leaves the room and goes into an inner place where he can cry his heart out, and they won't know. 30. And he washed his face and came out, and he refrained himself and said, Set on bread. So now he's like, when he comes out, he's pretending that he doesn't have any emotions. 32. And they set on for him by himself and for them by themselves, and for the Egyptians that did eat with them by themselves, because the Egyptians might not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination unto the Egyptians. Joseph doesn't eat with the Egyptians in deference to his brothers, who he loves and respects, and since they can't eat with the Egyptians, he doesn't eat with the Egyptians either. But he also doesn't eat with his brothers, because it would be too emotional for him to eat with them, and he'd probably start crying again. So he sits by himself. 33. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men marveled one with another. His brothers are amazed that they're all seated according to their age and birthright. So Reuben is first, and Benjamin is last, and they don't know how Joseph could possibly know that that's the proper arrangement. 34. And portions were taken unto them from before him, from before Joseph was given their food. But Benjamin's portion was five times so much as any of theirs, and they drank and were merry with him. Joseph served everybody food from his own table. The fact that it came from his table to theirs shows that Jesus is the bread of life. In the Bible, the bread of life is the word of God. Jesus himself is the word of God. Whatever he speaks is food to our spirits. And that concludes Genesis chapter 43.